shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.
thank God for the opportunity for lights to be open like yes. that. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I'm beginning to understand that there's a um, from today's broadcast that we watch when we're separating um, eternal life, everlasting life. You know, there's a difference between knowing it and having the authority to say it. Mm. Yeah. Praise God. I noticed um, there was an authority in on the minister. Yeah. To pass. There are some things he will say that if some of us should say it, he might not hit it. Hit it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. So I said I I I came to the understanding. Well, we've always known this, but it's like it was made better today. That because there are some statements that we made. He said um, John three sixteen is not a new bed. Mm. <laughs> mm. When you so we understand that uh, there are the authority to say some things. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Uh, praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see when Paul was saying that let him let anyone that ministers minister according to his faith. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, it's because the, the level of authority you carry, that's where every man should minister from. Yeah. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, how many of us were blessed by the podcast today? The um, broadcast. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, we will continue with um, the ministration of Ben um, Bam. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you're excited to hear how we are going to be bound. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> <laughs> praise God. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I was just meditating this morning and the Holy Spirit started making me understand something. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, there's... Holy Spirit started making me understand that uh, every soul was designed to be a servant of something. Mm-hmm. The soul was naturally designed. When God created the soul, God created the soul to be his servant. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God created the soul to be a servant. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or to always be under submission. Mm-hmm. It's a natural design of the soul. Another design of the soul, nature of the soul, is that uh, the soul was was designed in to to fear. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Designed to fear. So is who a man fears that he submits to. Yes. Praise God. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you will see that the level of our submission is dependent a lot on the level of our fear. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Uh, praise, praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, it is naturally designed that because the soul was first designed to fear God, if it does not fear God, it will naturally fear another being. Mm-hmm. Because it's the nature of the of the soul to it, it can only it can only respond by fear. By fear. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you will see every scripture they they commanded man to fear God. Mm. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. If a man does not, the reason why um, we were led away from God is because what led us, we feared it. Mm-hmm. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He was able to project a fear. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the Satan cannot bound a man without fear. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, so you we will see that um, every time a man is under bondage, the reason why he cannot he cannot leave that bondage. Mm-hmm. Praise God. The reason why a man cannot leave that bondage is because a fear has been casted upon the soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. A fear has been casted on the soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you see, every single part of the scripture, God, Jesus Christ will always say, Fear not. Uh-huh. Fear not. Fear not. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The reason why Jesus Christ continuously say fear not is because he knows that the major bondage of a man is the bondage of fear. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. If a man can overcome the fear of this world, the man will overcome Satan. Mm-hmm. We overcome this world. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we we'll see that every single time the devil wants to make a man disobey God, the first thing you will paint before that man is the fear of that obedience. Uh-huh. If you obey God, this is what will happen to you. Uh-huh. Praise God. Uh-huh. So, because the devil is able to paint a fear in front of your eyes, now obeying God will now be better. Let's check half of our disobedience. In fact, 90% of our disobedience, there was a fear. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. 90% of our disobedience, there was a fear somewhere. Even when you are given counsel and you don't obey that counsel, a fear was painted. Uh-huh. Praise God. So, a man cannot disobey outside fear and a man cannot obey outside fear. Outside fear. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hope you understand what I'm trying to yes, say. Sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, when we see it, we will now realize the fact that um, fear is actually a walk inside the man. Uh-huh. Is the walking of Satan. Uh-huh. Because uh, why is the walking of Satan is because is a natural response uh-huh. of a man to situation. Uh-huh. Praise God. Something when they say something is a walk inside us. When they say something is a walk, it means that it has become a program. Praise God. Uh-huh. That become a program inside the man. Uh-huh. If it is not, it, it program is that once you send the signal, it uh, what naturally responds because that's the way the, the man has been programmed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah? That's the way the man has been programmed. So when you send the signal, what naturally triggers is the work of that thing. Uh-huh. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. The program that has been put when you send the signal into a system. The program that is inside that system, it was that signal naturally re- that triggers inside that system. Uh-huh. So when you say the work, um, like, like this computer now, the work inside the computer is that when you you um, you you type a certain information, control this, control that. There's a work inside the computer that that control C, control S will trigger inside. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It's because. What how we respond is because of some a work has been done inside. Eh? 
So the work that has been done inside, when you send the signal into it, what responds are actually the works inside. So when they say uh, Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil, is because he came to destroy a man's natural response. Mm. Praise God. Praise God, the Lord. Hallelujah. He came to destroy a man's natural response. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, and why do we naturally respond? Is because by the time, um, uh, by the time the signal, maybe the Lord, uh, Satan, the, the Lord is giving you an instruction. Eh? If it is faith that is inside, the response will be different from when. Fear is the one that is inside. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Faith. If faith is the work that has been done inside, when commandment comes, the natural response is number one, agreement with the council. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. You can't obey what you don't agree with mm-hmm. in that manner. You might not understand it, but you have to agree just. I will, I, will, I will do it. You know, there are some things you don't understand, but you know, I agree with you. Don't do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the devil has a way of, the devil has done a work inside man that man has natural, first response of a man is fear. Uh-huh. So, when counsel comes, what counsel triggers inside man first? Praise God. What counsel triggers inside man first is fear. Praise God. Because fear has been worked inside a man that naturally we have been designed to fear. Mm-hmm. Now, what you fear is determined by um, the knowledge that you carry. That you carry. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. If the knowledge of God is the knowledge that we carry, naturally we will fear God. Because knowledge gives sight. Uh-huh. And knowledge brings understanding. Now, if a man knows God, he will fear God. Uh-huh. So the reason why we are limited in our fear for God is because God has not been revealed yet. Uh-huh. Enough for us to fear. So, you see the end of the journey in Christ is fear. Uh-huh. Let's open it. It's Isaiah chapter 9, right? Or is it chapter 11? No, it's chapter 9. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, like I was saying, that the only reason why devil can bind a man, in chapter 11, sorry. Uh-huh. Chapter 11. The only reason why the devil can bind a man is because man has been trained to be always be afraid. So, even if when you want to come out of that bondage, he will tell you, ah, if you come out of this thing, this is what is going to happen to you. This one. A time has to come, a man has to be very defiant. And say, you know what, I don't even care. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. A man has to come to that point in his life where he says, okay, I don't even care what happens to me. I will disobey this thing. Mm. Actually, many times, confronting that fear is the beginning of freedom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Confronting the fear 
is actually the beginning of freedom. So, when fear is there, fear will determine decisions we make. Like I said, naturally, the soul was designed to fear something. It's either it fears God or it fears Satan. Praise God. Hallelujah. And because and what we fear is determines what we submit to. Uh-huh. If I fear God, I will submit to God. Uh-huh. If I fear Satan, I will submit more to Satan. Uh-huh. Praise God. And what the reason why I will fear Satan is because of the vision Satan has painted before me. The reason why I will fear God is because of what God has painted before my eyes. So definitely, there's no way fear operates by understanding. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Do you know nobody makes a decision without having an understanding? Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For every decision, an understanding informed that decision. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So, we now realize the fact that it's not that every man lacks knowledge. It's just that we all contain the wrong knowledge. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Isaiah 11 says, chapter 11 says something. It says, And there shall come forth the rod out of the stem of Jesse. There shall come forth the rod out of the stem of Jesse. And the branch shall grow out of his roots. Praise God. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Spirit of God shall rest upon him. And spirit of wisdom and what? And understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. New Testament make reference to it as wisdom of wisdom and revelation. The reason why New Testament used revelation is because it makes um, uh, New Testament wanted to establish that what you are receiving is something for you. Uh-huh. Praise God. The knowledge you are receiving is alien to this world. Uh-huh. And the reason why the, so we respond in fear is because the knowledge the soul is receiving, the revelation when God is teaching the soul, the revelation that soul is receiving is foreign to this world. Uh-huh. It's foreign to what he has always known. Uh-huh. So naturally, what the soul will, what we trigger inside the soul is this one that I'm not used to. Am I sure about it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that those are the things that now that now feed disobedience. So you realize that before we can even obey, the a lot of multitude of revelation has to come. Uh-huh. You know why? That multitude of revelation is just God merciful enough to continue in the work of convincing us to agree with His counsel. Uh-huh. So. Many times, before they even bring a counsel, they would have brought many multitude of revelation. Uh-huh. Because God is so merciful that when there, there's two things about it. Number one, <laughs> so that man will not be without excuse. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes we can say that oh, we didn't know. Yeah. Eh? And God will never want to stand guilty. So he would do his own due diligence that I gave enough 
for you to understand your decision. Uh-huh. So on the day of judgment, nobody will say that enough was not done. Eh? That enough was not done for us to respond to God. Uh-huh. So you will see that sometimes before a truth comes to you, praise God, before the truth comes to us, something has already happened. They brought revelations to us. Revelation upon revelation. So you realize the fact that maybe God wants to deal with um, an issue of, um, maybe let me just give an example of issue of envy, issue of, um, let me just use, let, let's give an example, issue of bitterness in a season in your life. You realize the fact that one way or the other, every scripture you are reading, it looks as if every scripture is talking about bitterness. Uh-huh. If God wants to deal with hunger, it will not look as if every single scripture uh-huh. you are reading, eh? it's just every single situation around you is, is targeting hunger. Uh-huh. You know why? God wants to give enough information. Praise God. Hallelujah. God wants to give enough information to address that nature that he wants to address in that season. So, multitude of revelation brings conviction into us that God will give enough information why that nature has to change. Uh-huh. So, when it's time to obey, a man will not have an excuse in front of God that enough resources was not given to carry out obedience. So when they say God is just, truly, truly, He's just. Praise God. When they say God is just, truly, truly, God is just. Because God will always play His own part. By bringing multitude of revelation for obedience to be carried out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, uh, then, wisdom and understanding. Praise God. So, they bring, even many times, check it, leading of the Spirit. When they want to lead you in a certain direction, eh? one of the first things is they bring certain understanding to you. Praise God. When Holy Ghost wants to lead us in a certain direction, he will start bringing certain understanding to us. Uh-huh. He will start painting certain pictures in front of our eyes. Uh-huh. Praise God. And by virtue of that picture that is being painted, is what will now start informing why we need to make a decision in a certain direction. Uh-huh. Praise God. So when the Bible says, I set before you life and death, I set before you two kinds of understanding. Choose life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when God wants to grow a man, He does not grow a man by any other thing uh-huh. apart from understanding. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, when they say the works of God in a man is the work that God has done inside the man is determined by the understanding that has been communicated to that man. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So when the Bible says, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, thou shalt meditate on it day and night. Eh? Mm-hmm. And in it you shall have good success. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Joshua 
Is it chapter 8 or chapter 1? No, yes, chapter 1. Chapter 1, praise God. And you shall have good It means that once you are dedicated to knowledge, I can communicate every resource you need for you to be successful in your life journey. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 first. Ephesians chapter 1. I'll read from verse 1. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll read from verse 1. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 1. Has been designed to be hungry for knowledge. Praise God. So when God really, really, the reason why a man can be, when they say a man is a captive of God, but really, really, he's not being bound by really, really any chain, eh? uh-huh. is because they bound him by understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. The reason why somebody will stay inside my house and conclude that he's not leaving my house, even though I'm not tying down, eh? is because I have communicated an understanding to him. Uh-huh. Praise God. That by that understanding is already bound to me. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. So even if he wants to leave, there's something informing that person that this is why you should not leave. Uh-huh. This is why you should not go. This is why you should not take any step to leave. Praise God. Hallelujah. And because of the person has enough knowledge inside him, eh, he has enough reason to war against any contradicting knowledge. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where are we going? Seek knowledge. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 1, let's quickly look at something. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace and from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestinate unto us the adoption of children of Jesus, uh, by Jesus Christ to himself, according to his good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glory and of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption, through the blood, forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abandoned towards us in all words, wisdom and prudence. Praise God. In words. So, when, how did he abound the grace to us? In wisdom and prudence. And prudence. prudence is ability to use appropriate wisdom. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. What did I say um, uh, prudence is? So when they say somebody is prudent with money, he knows how to appropriate money. Uh-huh. When a man is prudent with wisdom, he knows how to appropriate wisdom. Uh-huh. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, that mystery too is a knowledge. Uh-huh. I, you know, he made known to us. Praise God. Uh-huh. He was made known to us. He made known to us. The mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had proposed in himself, that in the dispensation of fullness of time, he might gather together in all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, are which are on earth. Praise God. Yeah. But this now verse eleven. In whom also we have 
obtained an inheritance. Praise God. Let's listen to it. Amen. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of Him who does what? Who worketh all, all things. After what? The counsel of His own will. That we should be to the praise of His glory. Who first trusted? So, when God wants to do a work, how does He do the work? Okay. He brings counsel. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He brings counsel. But counsel does not just come immediately. Mm-hmm. Counsel comes by after a multitude of revelation has mm-hmm. been given. Has been given. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when a man is studious, can I can I can I can I be very sincere with you? Let's let, let's talk. Every single Christian has been called to be studious. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I've heard some Christians say, uh, "I'm not really I'm not really a reading person. Mm. I'm not really you know. Sometimes I just read I just read my Bible for like I just read my Bible for like one hour and I'm and I feel like I've done enough. Mm-hmm. Can I be very sincere with you? No 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 no. No, no human being was designed mm. eh, to be less studious. Mm. Being studious is not only meant for ministers of the gospel alone. You know? mm. So you will see the burial Christian. Mm. They had Paul. Some of them attended a meeting for three days straight. They left that meeting going back to the house to carry Bible again. Mm. To confirm what Paul was teaching. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Amen. So, every single Christian was designed to be very studious. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, study. What? To show yourself. No, no, no. Let's look at it. Study. For God to approve you. Eh? You have studied. You have an understanding. God only chooses a man that carries understanding. Uh-huh. Many are called, few are chosen. Uh-huh. Men that are chosen are men that carry understanding because understanding will inform decisions. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our decision to be bound to God is determined by the understanding of the profit of being bound to God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere, please. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the reason why we are afraid of being bound to God hmm, is because we lack an understanding of the benefit that is in God. We see more benefit in the world. Mm-hmm. And we see more benefit in vanity. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. We see more benefit in vanity than we see benefit in spirituality. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. For, for Satan to lead a man, he must have painted benefit before his Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the Bible says that God worketh everything. This, that God does not do any work outside counsel. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, the Bible says, let there be light. Mm. Praise God. And the Bible says there was light. By 
I think around another verse now said God created the sun and God created the moon. You would think that ah, he said let there be light, the sun should have been existing. <laughs> so actually that light was not the sun and the moon. Mm. That light was knowledge. Mm. Let there be light. What wow. the ghost was using to create mm. was light, wow. understanding. Wow. So God does not create anything outside understanding. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that God first put into the world eh, for creation to be carried out is called understanding, mm-hmm. which is his light. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I Although yeah. Reverend was teaching us, Reverend said that light is not. There's light from God and there's light of God. Mm-hmm. Everyone had to separate that to us. Mm-hmm. Because he said in the book of Isaiah, he was now saying, he said, um, he said something. He said, heaven, uh, heaven, and, he said, heaven and the earth, they are the works of my hand. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. They shall pass away. Yeah. Now, anything of God cannot pass away. Mm-hmm. So the light that created the world, if the world can pass away, the light that if heaven and earth can pass away, then the light that created heaven and earth is not the light of, mm-hmm. but is a light that came out of God, mm-hmm. but it's not the light that governs the life, the, the lifestyle of God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, I first understand what I'm saying. Yes, Hope I'm not going to, I don't even think I'm too deep tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I was saying that every single Christian has been desi- has been called to study a life. A Christian cannot afford to be spiritually lazy. Praise God. Hallelujah. We cannot afford to be lazy in the spirit. Laziness in the spirit is the means is a slowness in journey. Praise God. Now, devil because. Now, the devil has, has uh, designed man, because of the work that he has done inside man, man generally has been made lazy mm. to seek the things of God. Mm-hmm. How was man made lazy? Hebrew was talking about strengthening that food, the people need. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's a weakness. Praise God. Strengthening what? That people need. If you read the book of um, uh, in the book of Leviticus, it was talking about some kind of people that should not come before the temple. Mm. Can I very sincerely just let me use the right word? Man's soul has been deformed. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our soul has naturally been deformed. Uh-huh. So we by natural appearance, by natural formation of that soul, the soul does not have capacity to offer before mm. God's temple. Mm-hmm. So if you read that scripture, I can't remember what he did for He said the dwarf should not come before the temple. The lame should not come before the temple. The um the uh, blind should not come before the temple. The deaf should not come before the temple. These are instruments that, that we use in our work. Praise God. Hallelujah. For a man to walk properly in God, his ears must be open. His eyes must be open. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. His foot must be sound. Uh-huh. His hand must be sound. Uh-huh. He touched my fingers to battle. So, yes, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, he must have effective fingers to battle. Uh-huh. He must have effective legs to walk. Uh-huh. Praise God. So that was a depiction of the New Testament. Uh-huh. That you must have all these things in the spirit uh-huh. for you to have a proper walk with God. Wow. 
So by the Old Testament, the physical use the physical as a shadow that this kind of man should not come before the temple of God. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Imagine a dwarf man stand before the temple. Mm. He's not as tall as the brazen altar. Mm. If cold falls on him. <laughs> by the time he tries to offer, he might pour cold. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not making it to I'm sure God was, God was just considerate. <laughs> Praise God. This Bible I'm preaching. This Bible says it's not God. Why are you <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So, this, so, some of us are dwarf in the spirit. Mm. Some of us are lame in the spirit. Mm. Some of okay. us, our fingers have not been trained to pass. Yes. They are feeble in the yeah. spirit. Praise God. Some of us are blind. Mm. In fact, most of us are blind. Okay. Praise mm. God. That blindness is a walk. Praise God. Hallelujah. A man that does not agree that is blind cannot be saved. Mm. Blind Bartimaeus did not say, ah, I'm not blind, I'm not. Nobody begged him. As he saw Jesus Christ passing, he said, I'm blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Me, I need, I need I help. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. If we don't agree mm. that we are blind, mm. our eyes will never open. Mm. Praise God. If I don't agree I have an infirmity, I will never be saved from that infirmity. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. One of the infirmities that we find difficult to agree with, there's one infirmity that we find difficult to agree that we have. Pride. It's so, it's so difficult. I argue, see, when time God points at a pride inside me, in my closet, I argue. Why am I arguing? That pride. That because pride is an intelligent work mm-hmm. inside the man. Uh, pride, the way let, let, let's explain the way the devil was able to put pride inside the man. Uh, devil the way devil was able to paint pride inside the man is that he he was able to paint a glory. Mm-hmm. An advantage. Mm-hmm. He was able to uh, paint. Father, help me with doctrines. He was able to paint a prestige and and. Uh, I mean, I know that what actually feed our pride is what we desire to attain or what we have attained. Praise God. So. He, has able, he was able to paint an attainment before man. He was able to paint a vision before man. He was able to paint so many things before man. He was able to paint a safety before a man. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in other words, anytime you are making decisions, eh, what's making that decision inside us half of the time eh, is the pride that the devil has put inside us. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Now, because we have used that pride to labor over time, when God wants to come and take it, we have arguments inside. Pride is highly sophisticated. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pride is highly sophisticated that actually most of the time our achievements, eh, our achievements, what we desire to achieve, are being informed by our pride. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even the way the way the kind of uh, the kind of appearance we want to have. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The kind of appearance we want to have mm-hmm. is pride that informs it. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know that sometimes it's hard for us to, in the middle, in the midst of people, it's hard for us to agree that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know, you want to, you want to contribute something so that people will think you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You will what if I contribute by nonsense. But you know that in that position, nobody can be helped. Uh-huh. Because if a man does not know, he does not know. Uh-huh. But if the devil has painted before you that if you don't like don't let people know that you don't know. Uh-huh. Don't let people know that you don't know. Uh-huh. He just painted before you that. You, it just painted before you a reason why you can never be helped. Mm. So people, eh, being vulnerable is their major, major undoing. Mm. Being vulnerable is a problem. <laughs> because being vulnerable is people now knowing that you have weakness. Mm. So before Paul could get to that point where he said, I glory my weakness, he must have killed many things inside him. He had died to many things. Uh-huh. You can't glory in a weakness. A man, naturally, a man cannot glory in weakness. Wow. He's supposed to hide his weakness. Yes, uh-huh. A man has been designed to hide weakness. Uh-huh. And the reason why a man is designed to hide weakness is because the devil does not want a man to be saved from it. Uh-huh. So there's a way he arranged a man in a way that that. That, that thing we call weakness, eh, is a strength in the world. Have you noticed it? Yes, sir. Every single thing God calls weakness inside us is a strength in the world. Uh-huh. If you put it to, to use in the world, you will go far. Uh-huh. So many things that God calls weakness, anything that God calls um, uh, a broken edge inside us, uh-huh. the world calls it a defense. Somebody insults you, you insult back. It's a defense in the world. Uh-huh. But as far as God is concerned, it's a weakness according to Scripture. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So many of our defenses, praise God. Hallelujah. Many of our defenses were informed by pride. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Many of my defenses were informed by ah, I told somebody one day, ah, sometimes eh, as a pastor, you have to be very careful the way you say some things. And sometimes I'm beginning to I'm learning that now that I have to gauge my relationship with people before I say some things to them. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Sometimes you think that ah, we have gotten there. Mm-hmm. I can say some things. Mm-hmm. And by the time you say that thing, ah, you are better Yeah. You have said it. Yes, <laughs> Sometimes you, there's a way you can miscalculate it. Mm. I'm not I'm not going to tell you that every single time I'm way, I know I'm way so all the time. Sometimes you miscalculate mm-hmm. and you misfire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. And the pastor must be must be awful enough yes. to adjust. Yes. And sometimes you address my feet to go and apologize. Yes. So I'm so sorry that I spoke to you like that. Even though you know what you said is true. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I've corrected some people. In fact, a minister must be so humble enough that 
Even when you correct the person, you know that you did what is right completely. Everything you did is right. Eh? Mm. For you to save that soul. Sometimes after doing what is right, you now can apologize. Mm. Praise God. Mm. I've corrected some people before. I corrected those Ashley. And I now went back and said, I'm sorry I spoke to you. Mm. It's just that that's the only way I can help you. Praise God. Mm. You know why? Why? A minister must be humble enough. Eh? When the Bible talks about the Savior shall arise. Praise God. A, a minister of the gospel must come to a point in his life where he's ready to do anything for his soul to be saved. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. A minister is ready to do anything for his soul to be saved. Be saved. Yeah. So if if a, a minister should be should be comfortable with people thinking he doesn't know for his soul to be saved. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you seen? Because some congregation will come and argue with you. Mm. Mm. Ah, you've not faced argument. You know, you know this person is wrong. Mm. That congregation, you know that person is wrong. Mm. But the person, the person, when the person is firing argument, sometimes you just have to argue with the person. Mm. Ah, yeah, what you say? <laughs> you know, so that you can step back. Uh-huh. And look for another strategy to, strategy to communicate the thing. Uh-huh. Praise God. Have you noticed that some people they don't want to be wrong? Uh-huh. Eh? So anytime you argue with them and you are proving that they are wrong, they get offended. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a minister should not be should not should be humble enough to lose a battle sometimes. Uh-huh. So that you can come back another day to help the person. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, sometimes, have you ever met somebody before? A person misbehaves and you are just wondering, ah, but by this time you should know this now. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have that problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. Ah, I've been teaching for the past five years. Mm-hmm. By now you should know this thing. Mm-hmm. Only goes out to come and tell me that you, you have labored, but it, it just it still doesn't know regardless. So how are we going to help you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The only God's going to tell you that, okay, I understand that you are really labored. But as long as, as this person has still not gotten it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that it worketh all things according to the counsel of his will. So when God is doing a work, He's doing it by bringing counsel to a man. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And un- the ungodly have their own counsel too. Uh-huh. So, the same way God can lead a man, and ungodly, the ungodly can lead a man. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, at the end of the day, every single man is being led. Uh-huh. And if we are being led, then definitely we are being bound. Uh-huh. I did not know that. Romans chapter 6. Let's go to Romans chapter 6. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 6. Praise 
Uh, before we go to Romans chapter 6, let's quickly open to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll come back to Romans chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Praise God. Yeah. I'll read from verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Praise God. Um, Holy Ghost, we are first tonight. I want us to be so established in this thing that we will be able to show uh, war with every knowledge. You know, the reason why we can't, we can't be skillful in our warfare is because understanding has not done. Praise God. You can't win an argument without having good knowledge of what you are arguing about. So anytime the devil brings an argument, the reason why the devil wins is because I've not been dealt with enough conviction uh-huh. to walk with that argument the devil brings. Uh-huh. Praise God. Uh-huh. When the devil wins us in the place of argument, it's because we have not been dealt with enough information inside uh-huh. us. So, that's the reason why I was saying that every child of God should prioritize knowledge more than any other achievement in this life. Uh-huh. I'm talking about knowledge of God. Uh-huh. Knowledge of God is a power. In fact, can I be very sincere with you? When you are making your decisions, put your seeking the knowledge of God in the center. Eh? And you now start making decisions around that around seeking. That seeking. Yeah. Anything that affects that seeking is not your, the will of God. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes people always ask, hey, I don't know how to know the will of God. Uh-huh. Praise God. Uh-huh. You know that thing, sometimes you are insincere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if God is saying yes or God is saying no. Somewhere, sometimes you know. Uh-huh. I know there's, there are some moments you don't know. Uh-huh. But many times you don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's, an, there's an inner witness there uh-huh. that is informing and pointing to what that thing will affect. Uh-huh. Praise God. There's an inner witness mm-hmm. all the day. Telling mm-hmm. you that, let me show you. There's a place this thing will disturb. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to disturb this thing, don't you think it's not the will of God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. But because of that thing that has become an idol inside us, mm-hmm. that inner witness eh, is not. Sometimes inner witness inside us it is very loud, but mm-hmm. the way we are hearing it is very thin. Because another thing has clouded it. Uh-huh. It's just like a loudspeaker, you now cover with a lot of cloth. Uh-huh. It's not that that loudspeaker is not loud. Uh-huh. It's because a lot of cloth has covered it's it. Covered it so. How many of you of us have come to that point where we are making a decision? Holy Ghost is shouting inside us, Come back! Come back! Come back! Holy Ghost is shouting inside us, Come back! Come back! But <laughs> the person is not coming back. Uh-huh. Or oh, you think Holy Ghost does not shout? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know the Holy Ghost is gentle, but there's something called the authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes, I remember one time I was struggling with an habit. After doing it, the Lord Holy Ghost spoke inside me. The way, way he said it, he said, you will die. Uh-huh. That day, me and you know, uh-huh. about, it's time to go and confess that sin. Uh-huh. And this one, it wasn't literally spiritual death. Uh-huh. The way it was painted in front of me. 
the event, if we spiritual dance, I'll spend time for them. Maybe that fear will not come. It's physical death. They know what I'm afraid of. Okay, revelation. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> 
because they've gone through a lot. Then they are, that's why they came for you for counsel. They are not the one that will be sharing. They are not the one that will be sharing. I know, I know the Lord. If we have this, I know the Lord let this thing happen just for the truth. Just for the truth. But wait, before this thing happen, don't you know? You don't know that there was a glory before. Is it that? Is it that you didn't know there was a glory before? Why is it after this thing happen that you now know that there was a glory before?
is not check the heaven and the earth as it's beautiful. Have you have you driven through a place like Vancouver before? Driving to a place like Canmore, you know all those places. Beautiful works of God. The mountains, mm-hmm. the trees, the forest. Entering into the forest as scattered as the forest is. Forest is beautiful. Mm-hmm. What kind of God can bring out beauty like that? Ah, mm-hmm. my brother, uh, we went for a walk inside the jungle once, and we just it's a meeting here. It's like a jungle. Just my wife was there. My wife was not like jungle. <laughs> forest, sorry, sorry. Is it jungle or forest? Forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like forest, sorry. Inside, a forest. Yeah, a forest. A forest. Oh no, that. Well, you look like you look like you. Inside the forest, just he, he, my brother likes this kind of things. Me, I'm not really interested. But you know, it's, it's an experience. Actually, I enjoyed it. But it's not something I was looking for. I now later. And now later I enjoyed it. Praise God. Praise God. So it was a walk through the forest. As scattered as the forest is, there's a beauty in it. That's God's creation. He said, but that's not the work, really, really the work of God. Praise God. So many doors are opening. I don't know the channel I should go through. The Lord give me wisdom. Amen. Touch all that needs to be touched Amen. tonight. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, like I was saying, God cannot reach, cannot really reach a man well unless the man is willing to receive knowledge. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, a man that is seeking knowledge is one that impresses God most. Check Solomon. Check Solomon. Check Solomon. Solomon, after the. How was that scripture? I've forgotten. When Solomon was asking for wisdom from God, I think um, it's first Kings. Right? Can you find me look for that scripture? Quickly. So I can see how impressed God is with a man that is seeking knowledge. Um, yeah, chapter 3. First King. I still read that poem recently. Explain it and to be very simple. Mm. 
Now, please, let's understand that. For it, it to come to that point where it becomes simple for you to explain, you must have labored in it. Praise God. The reason why we labor in it is because the knowledge is foreign. So the soul has to ex- agree with it. Have you noticed that there's a knowledge, when you are finally agree with the knowledge, eh, and understanding done, eh, explaining is not always hard. Making people understand is not always hard. Do you get what I'm saying? The same thing that looks difficult for you to explain, when the understanding done, you will simplify it. So really, really, eh, God did not, it's not that God made his knowledge hard. Actually, God wants us to understand Him. Configuration of the of man is what makes it difficult for understanding to enter into the soul. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we have an enemy of knowledge. So your labor to receive knowledge, eh? Your la- our labor to receive knowledge is like a warfare between you and the enemy. Is a labor. So a man must labor to receive knowledge. It must be a labor. As much as God desires to give us knowledge, God desires, in fact, He pours out His knowledge. As much as God desires to give us knowledge, because of the configuration of the soul, a man has to war for that. Knowledge to be simplified in the soul. Uh-huh. So, some people, when they say God is simple, I understand where they are coming from. But the only thing is that that man that is explaining it in a very simple way, you don't know the labor he went through. Uh-huh. For him to be able to complicate it to you simply. Uh-huh. Praise God. Uh-huh. See, don't joke with minister of the gospel. Uh-huh. If a minister of the gospel is talking to you and you are understanding, he died somewhere. Yeah. Death worketh in us. Life worketh in you. Yeah. When a minister to communicate something to us and it's being made clear, something died. He had to die to something. Yeah. So don't, don't joke with minister of the gospel. And our generation, we need to be careful. Yeah. We need to be very careful. That's a major problem with our generation. Our generation is a generation of knowledge. So average, average, average person in our generation feels like he knows. So we, because there's so much grace available for knowledge, we find it difficult to be tutored and mentored. We find it's so difficult to be discipled. And that's why we are so rowdy. Let's read it from verse 6. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 6 verse 6. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared, in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. Now, and Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy now look at it. Now you will know that this is what it was in a dream. Praise God. Now, when you can communicate like this in your dream, it means that that's actually what's really, really in your heart. Do you get what I'm saying? If it's that you are conscious, maybe you are pretending. 
what do you maybe they have let me see what the Lord wants me to say. In your dream, no. Do you get what I'm Aha. So God saw that it was sincere. And Solomon said, Thou hast shown unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness, and in uprightness of the heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him his great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. You see? Before a man can seek knowledge, he must realize that he does not know. Hmm. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Praise God. Amen. Man, what does it mean to be poor? To be poor is that you constantly believe you don't know. Praise God. For a man, when you say a man is poor in the spirit, he is always in that position of I don't know. So he's ready to receive every riches that come from God. Praise God. So we will be poor in spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. And some of us realize that the more we know, the more we realize we don't know. Yes, sir. Every single time revelation comes, then you realize how much you didn't know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So really, we don't know. Yes, sir. We don't know. Once a man can agree that he does not know, that's the beginning of salvation. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Sometimes we are wicked, so we are. I did something one time. Holy Ghost convicted me and told me that that's pride. No, I replied to Holy Ghost, I said it's confidence. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, no, it's not pride, it's confidence. <laughs> And I was too sure about what I was saying. <laughs> Problem is that I knew the Holy Ghost I was talking to. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I'm, 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 I don't think I'm that foolish now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because now it's down the west. The Holy Ghost said, ah, that thing you did is foolish. I'm very foolish. Foolish <laughs> God. Wow. I've noticed that it's babies mm. that feel like they know the most. Mm. Mm. That's why he was very careful with the baby. Mm. The baby Christian. Be very careful with the baby Christian. Don't try, don't argue too much. Mm. Pray. Mm. Mm. Don't argue too much with a spiritual babe. Mm. A spiritual babe will wants to feel like he knows. He's a mature Christian that will agree that he does not know. When I'm around my fathers in faith, I don't know. If I don't contribute when they are talking, what do I have to contribute? Mm. Unless they ask me, though. Even when they, I, I, they ask me, <laughs> I don't know if I can be wrong, but this is what I think. I, even, I, I still put my, 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 my opinion under submission.
Praise God. Hallelujah. And some of them, many of these people that are my fathers in the faith, they always comment, they will, they, will, they will comment to you and say, wow, the Lord has really graced you, all those kind of things. Now, because they commended you that the Lord has graced you, doesn't mean you will not, not enter your head and say, you want to start teaching them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've made that mistake in the past. Never, my boss is, I'll never make it again. Amen! <laughs> so people can argue. <laughs> when somebody is too argumentative, I know that person, this one is just a child. Mm. You don't argue. You should. You should be comfortable being wrong, mm. even when you are right. Be comfortable being wrong. Be very comfortable that you don't know. That's how to learn. That what you know can be added to, so that you can know better. What you don't know can be added. You can be added to what you don't know. And if you see somebody that is very argumentative, don't argue, please. Because sometimes when you argue too much, you can actually block your uh, your channel of communicating well to that person. You can block that channel of communicating well to that person. So it's okay to be to lose the argument so that you can see that person later. If all of us here are leaders, good. So I can talk to us like this. Praise God. So I can talk to us like this. Please talk, sir. So have you hung around young people before? Surely uh, he wants to do something to students and we hear some statements and you your hand can inside. Maybe he was telling me about some people and ah, he said, Kai. I was, I was just thanking God that she was one that was there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God has really blessed her with one kind of patience. <laughs> Will you continue to have that patience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. It's okay. Be comfortable being wrong. You can be. Your knowledge can be added to. Do you know? Sometimes when some people disagree with me, no matter how right I think I am, sometimes I still check it. Ah, I think I'm wrong. I still check. I still check. There are two things that that thing can do. Huh? It's either if you are truly wrong, you are corrected, or if you are right, it certifies your knowledge. You, have become, you become more convinced. Let's continue. And now the Lord God that has made the servant king instead of David. Okay, verse 8. And thy servant is the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people, that cannot be numbered. Now, you know, in verse 7, you already say, I do not know how to go out and how, or how to come in. Yeah. Praise God. Now, an average man that does not know, that says he does not know how to come out and how to come in, is just telling you that. Yeah, I've satisfied myself. Done. <laughs> Senseless. Praise God. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But now give thou thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. So what does understanding do? Uh-huh. It gives 
capacity to discern between what is good and what is bad. So a man cannot please God outside understanding. Because understanding is what tells you what is bad and what is good. So that judge, when you say judge, praise God, when you say judge, judge is separation, appropriating, praise God. When you say you are judging a situation, you are appropriating decisions. You are putting things in the right place. You are taking it from the wrong place and you are putting it in the right place. Then you are applying judgment. Praise God. So judgment is not always condemnation and throwing people inside a fire. But when they say uh, uh, God is a judge, it's not because he always throws people inside a fire. God is a man that knows what is right. That is right. That's what it means to be for God to be a judge. judge yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, see, when this guy now asks, because uh, is good and whatever, for who is able to judge this die so great a people? And the speech please and what? Verse 10. Please the Lord. You see what you see a man that is seeking knowledge is one that pleases God. See, when a man is panting after knowledge, God is excited about the man. God is excited about the man. Finally, I see a man that is seeking what I want to give. Mm-hmm. Finally, I see a man that is seeking what I want to give. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked thyself for long life. You see, these are the things. You see, these are the things that we desire. You have not asked yourself for the things that men naturally desire the most. You have not asked for it. Long life. It's in our days that people are not looking for long life. They want to enjoy life now and they can go. <laughs> In that day, it's like a prestige to live long. When you see a man living 150, they will say he's an aged man. Mm. You saw see people gather in his house, they want them to be talking with them. Mm. Those things were valued in those days. Mm. Nowadays, you see an old man, uh, well, your time has passed. That's what our generation does. Mm. God will help us. Mm. He said, and not ask for long life, neither are you asked for riches for thyself, and ask the life of thy enemies. For thou hast asked for thy understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy word. Praise God. I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall arise like unto thee. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So when we say the work of God, uh-huh. praise God. Ah! When you say the work of God, when you say the work of God, the work of God, you can say, God, God, you created the earth and you created the universe and everything. God will tell you that's not his work. Uh-huh. God, God, you gave me a good job. You gave me this scientific discovery and everything. We'll tell you that's not his work. No, that's not my work. When you ask God, what is his work? You say, look at Jesus. 
Jesus is my work. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus is my work. When you say somebody's somebody's work, what I'm what I did and invested everything I have in and I'm proud of. That's my work. Jesus is God's work. He's God's masterpiece. That's the most valued work of God. When God wanted to invest in something, he invested in Jesus. And he didn't just invest anything, he invested all. God is the first kingdom man. He said, the kingdom is like a man that founded a pearl on a pair of land and sold all. To, uh, to, to, uh, to acquire that land. God was the first person that made that investment. Mm-hmm. So we cannot do less. Yes. God does not tell us to do what he cannot do. Mm-hmm. If God can invest all to harvest Jesus, mm-hmm. we have to invest all mm-hmm. to harvest God's costly pearls. Mm-hmm. A man should be able to sell his career to gain God. Yeah. Uh-huh. The man should be able to sell his ambition to gain God. Uh-huh. You can't gain without losing something. Uh-huh. If I want to buy something, I have to take money out of my account. I just lost something uh-huh. to get what I want. Yes, it's a transaction. It's always a merchandise. The merchandise is, the Bible was talking in the book of Revelation that by multitude of merchandise, people that have done merchandise with the uh, with Babylon, the Allons. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. The kings of the earth that has done um, merchandise with him, with their that great prostitutes. Praise God. Then Satan fell by what? Multitude of merchandise. He was exchanging his knowledge for and for corruption. He was exchanging his wisdom for corruption. And it fell. Praise God. So there's always a merchandise in the spirit. You are always selling something. Mm-hmm. Ah, you are the all that I need. And I will sell everything. Sell everything to find you. Wow. And I will sell everything. And I will mortgage everything. To find you. Oh, ha. Tikadama. And I will sell everything. Oh, I will auction everything to find you. There should not be anything a man cannot lose to find God. Oh, Sikara. Edor, 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 Edor. Ama Asisimeno, Emeno, Eveno, Edor. Edor, Edor. Ah, Edodo, no, Dedo, Dedo, Edo, 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 Ina, ah, Sisimini, Ondo, Bedo, Embededo, 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 Dedo, Do, 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 Edo, Eh, 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 Edo, Edo, Do, 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 Oh, I bring Do, I bring doors, I bring Doors of Revelation. Oh, Makasa Tayabash. 
Mesu bregede miniata asa sana hamene ukutu bregede keteke egede 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 ana gade egede 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 e ma hasusu mene eko sibi unu ebe hasusu kuna hasa hasusu
Hosea chapter 4. I'll read from verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord had a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Because there is no truth, no mercy, no knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and they break out and blood touches blood. Therefore shall the land mourn. Now, the reason why this is happening, praise God. The reason why this is happening is because there is no knowledge in the land. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The reason why all this is happening is because there's no what? There's no Therefore shall the land mourn, and everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and the fowls of heaven. Verse 4. Let me read verse 4. Yet let no man strive nor prove another, for, for thy people are they that strive with the priests. Therefore thou shalt fall in the day, and the prophet and shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for what? A lack of knowledge. You see, it's confirming. Praise God. That the reason why there's destruction in the land is because what? There's lack of knowledge. And I will reject thee. Praise God. So, we said, a man that is seeking knowledge is the one that God is excited about. A man that refuses knowledge is the one God rejects. Mm. Praise God. Amen. Now, for God to reject a man, he must have offered him knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's not that God just rejects a man like that. God is too merciful. Mm-hmm. God doesn't just reject somebody. But a man can be rejected. Mm-hmm. God can reject a man that, la- that refused knowledge. Mm-hmm. Reject thee, and thou shalt no, be no priest to me, seeing that thou forgotten the law of the land, I will forget thy children. Praise God. Praise God. Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. Verse 6. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of, the, of God more than what? Bond of faith. Praise God. Let's open to Malachi chapter 2, verse 7. For the priest lives shall keep knowledge. Praise God. For what? Please let me touch something before I go. I'm careful with a minister that is more excited about activity than dispensing knowledge. Nobody is built outside knowledge. If a minister, if you have a pastor that is not committed to knowledge, it's okay to leave that church. He doesn't have to have all the knowledge. But the fact that, because it's what he's inclined to that you would end up being inclined to, is your pastor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Any pastor or minister that does not prioritize knowledge, I feel like the Lord is okay living. Uh-huh. Not staying under that person. Because I will give them pastors, I will take them according to my knowledge and understanding. Right? Uh-huh. I will feed them with my 
knowledge and understanding according to my heart. So the job of a pastor is to feed knowledge. The job of a minister of gospel is, he said, did you see? So Malachi chapter 2 verse 7 says something. For the priest's lips should keep knowledge, and they should seek the law at his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. So when God wants to communicate knowledge to you, he sends a messenger. Mm. Praise God. And that messenger is called the priest. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, knowledge. When the devil wants to blind a man, he blinds that man by knowledge. Let me close here. First Corinthians chapter 3. This message cannot finish. So, let me quickly say something. When you say leading of the spirit, eh? when you say leading of the spirit, leading of the spirit is not necessarily hearing voice, uh-huh. right? Leading of the spirit is yielding to the knowledge you have been given. Uh-huh. That's leading of the spirit. Yielding to the knowledge God has given you is God leading you. Uh-huh. The purpose of leading is to configure. To configure a man. When they lead a man, they are configuring a man. The essence, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The essence of leading, first reason for leading, it's not for you to be led to know the business to do. It's not for you to know the career to do. That's not the first essence of leading. The first essence of leading is not for you to know the husband to marry. The first or, or, or wife to marry. The first essence of leading is not for you to know where to get money. What is the first, ask me, what is the first reason for leading? The first reason for... That will lead me to the path of righteousness. For his name, the first essence of leading is to teach righteousness. The first essence of leading is to teach righteousness. So, if Holy Ghost is always leading you according to how to make money, really, really, you have not been led yet. You have not been led. You have only, let me be blunt. If all the time they are leading you is around your natural needs, you have not really been led. You are, they are just, you are being packaged. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, they are just being packaged. Maybe by one day you will be more inclined to righteousness. Mm. Righteousness. Mm-hmm. So people Holy Ghost talk there, talk to them about their brother more than talk to them about themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
somebody despise you and the Lord says, you don't bring out your resume and your achievement, that is a leading. That is what? A leading. Those are the readings which you pay attention to more than leading on should I invest or not invest. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not saying should I invest. <laughs> but it looks as if these days that leading of investment is very popular now. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
Elion Brash to Van de Barata, Endosa, Ezet, Ezet, Eninos, Adebregados, Tamata, Libregados, and Amata. Oh, glory, 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 it is done, it is done, it is done, it is done, it is done. We will seek utter knowledge, we will seek knowledge, we will seek it is done. Hunger for knowledge, it is done. Hunger for knowledge, it is done. Hunger for knowledge, it is done. It is done, it is done, it is done, it is done. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. One advice I want to give us. I know that sometimes we listen we listen to messages on the go. But there are sometimes there are some messages God will tell you sit down and listen to it. Jot down while you listen. There are, there, many of you will have been instructed just as you say you don't have time. They, I make that mistake too sometimes. The Lord is leading me to a message. Like yeah. yesterday, the Lord told me to go and listen to Kenneth Hagin's message. And I know that the Lord wanted me to actually pay attention to the message well. Uh-huh. Praise God. But somewhere in my mind, I was saying, ah, it's Kenneth Hagin's message. It teaches very simple. Uh-huh. I can listen to it on the go. Uh-huh. Do you, in one hour, 13 minutes message. I listened to it for almost five for four, four hours mm. because I had to start rewinding and rewinding and rewinding because the Lord did not let me did not let it go mm. until mm. I, I was able to absorb all the message. Mm. Mm. Praise God. What if I if I sat down for now thirty minutes mm. and listened to it, I would spend five hours on the message. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Yeah. So sometimes the Lord wants you to sit down with the message, carry your Bible as if you are in church mm. and follow the message. Mm. Because they want to communicate understanding to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if it's like a three-hour message, you might not be able to finish it. Mm-hmm. But if the Lord wants you to pay attention to a message, pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, the Bible does not really open up until after you have listened sometimes. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sometimes, the Bible doesn't really, really open up to you. So, we are not saying that you should not read your Bible. Mm-hmm. But there, sometimes, appetite is triggered through listening to mm-hmm. messages. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So we are not we are not those Christians that will tell you that ah no just listen to Mesa because no 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 read your Bible. Uh-huh. But sometimes appetite to study uh-huh. is not awakened. <laughs> but after listening, sometimes, uh-huh. if I many times, many times. So advice: sometimes pay attention to a message, uh-huh. listen well, carry your Bible, listen as if you are there with them uh-huh. in that congregation, and jot down as if you are there with in that congregation, uh-huh. and listen well. By the time understanding is communicated to you, you open your Bible, you will see light because you have been watered somewhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Uh, we pray. By the start of day, the Lord will help us. Isn't it? Amen. The year is coming to an end. I'm excited for School of the Spirit. Uh, please, let's start preparing our heart now. Prayer will soon start for School of the Spirit. After anamnesis, prayer will start for School of the Spirit. In our, let's prepare our heart, please. Please, please, please. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You